Daily Mail, Wednesday, June 10th. Your boy KFC back in the saddle after about a week in the beautiful Turks and Caicos, where I was on the beach drinking mojitos made with vodka instead of rum all week, not worrying about Chinese people or Indian people or weird arranged marriages or internet gamers who, like, murdered somebody or all the other weird shit that I usually have to deal with when I do Daily Mail. So uh, now I'm back, and where do we begin? Where else but China, where there is a Chinese actress who's being sued for staring too intensely from the TV at a viewer. A Chinese man is trying to sue superstar actor Zhao Wei for staring at him too intensely through his TV set, causing, quote, spiritual damage. The man said the damage occurred on the primetime show Tiger Mom, um, Zhao Wei, one of China's most famous actors, stars in the hit drama about a divided couple's, couple's struggle to raise their daughter. Um, I guess China has a problem with, like, frivolous lawsuits. But I could get down with this. I think this is going to inspire an entire episode of, uh, of Daily Mail for me. Like, the, the, the lawsuit episode. Where you, just, you, 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 you can sue anybody you want. Who are you going to sue? The list could go on and on and on. Uh, right off the top, though, if I'm thinking about suing people from TV, I'm going, I got two. One, I'm suing Lena Dunham, that fat bag of milk from Girls. Just for the, um, what's, what's the word we'll call it? The, uh, we'll call it the mental stress she's caused by giving feminists this, this voice on TV and making, like, fat chicks think it's okay to be naked, and that, like, that we think they're hot even though they're gross, and, like, having girls think that their weird, gross shit is okay, and that their dumb opinions are all right. So, yeah, I'm taking you to court, Lena Dunham, because you suck, and you're ugly, and your show sucks, and it gives girls bad ideas and false, false hope about the world around them. So, Lena Dunham, you've been served. And I'm also going to sue fucking J.D. McCoy's dad for emotional distress and just overall anger and sadness and hatred, that son of a bitch. Him and his little prick son ruining things for Coach, ruining things for Matt Saracen, two of the nicest people on the whole planet Earth. So yeah, you've been served too, J.D. McCoy's dad, and your little fucking son too, taking you to court for just being general overall assholes. From China, we move on to outer space, where Pornhub is trying to make the first porn ever in space. They call it one small thrust for man and one giant leap for mankind. Two people are set to have sex in space for the first time in human history, but for porn, not procreation. Pornhub is crowdfunding a space mission to shoot an adult film in low Earth orbit. The site hopes to make the, uh, to launch the mission and shoot sex explorations in 2016, covering the pre-production cost itself, but seeking $3.4 million from Indiegogo crowds, uh, crowdfunders. They say it's a huge target, but there's a chance it will be reached. So the breakdown is this. 60% space flight costs, 5% pre-production, 6%, uh, 5% post-production, 6% pre-production, 2% funder perks, 4% Indiegogo fees, 2% cast and crew, 10% production, 6% insurance, 5% marketing. I, that breakdown seems a little weird to me. 60% space. I, I would imagine that flying into outer space, into orbit, 
should probably be more than 60% of the budget. And I definitely think there should be more than 6% on the insurance tip. That seems like that should maybe be a little bit higher. But hey, what do I know? I've never fucking filmed porn in outer space. Couple things here. One, this notion, this idea that it would be the first time that humans have fucked in outer space is a joke. That is laughable. If you don't think that there's been some some astronauts up in space stations getting their fuck on in the past, whatever, 60, 70 years of, of, of uh, 50, 60 years of space flight and shit, you are outside of your mind. I absolutely guarantee people have fucked in space. That is the first thing I would do if I got to a space station. Any other chick in there and find me some Russian cosmonaut chick, the first thing I would do was fuck her. Before all my other space exploration shit, I'd be like, I'm going to be the dude who banged in space. That is a notch everyone wants in their belt. You think the Mile High Club is cool? What about like the 30 Mile High Club or whatever the fuck, however high you go in outer space? That is, it's human nature to want to get your fuck on in, the, in weird random places. The bathroom of the bar, the bathroom of the, the airplane, all that sort of shit. You're telling me dudes didn't try to bang right away on a space station? Get real. So this is most certainly not the first time people have fucked in outer space. Secondly, this is a bad idea. This is a waste of time. This is a waste of money. There are some things that you just... Like porn... You ever watch a porn underwater? You ever see a dude banging a chick underwater? It sucks, right? They've got like snorkels or some scuba gear. And like eventually he just like comes in the water and there's like little like fucking cum floating around. It's not good. It's not enjoyable. Nobody wants to really watch it. That's like sex in outer space. Like, it, it's a, you know, I'll watch it for fun. Just kind of be like, oh, look at that. They're banging in orbit. But porn is a pretty simple fucking thing. Okay? Right? It, like, there's a reason why amateur porn is so wildly successful. Because all you really need is just like a camera and a hot chick doing slutty things. It doesn't matter if they're floating around. It doesn't matter if they're bound to the earth by gravity. We just really want to see, like, a dick in the girl's butt, and then, like, you come on a very inconvenient place for her. That's it. That's really all we need. So why don't you save your $3.4 million. You can save this whole space exploration. You don't need to risk the lives of a couple porn stars. And just get back to basics and do, uh, you know, do an anal scene in, like, your bedroom. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Pinterest stress afflicts nearly half of moms, a new survey says. For many moms, social media is both a blessing and a curse. We go to sites like Pinterest and Facebook for connection and inspiration, but all too often the beautiful images of domestic harmony make us feel inadequate. In our exclusive Today Moms survey of 7,000 U.S. moms, 42% say they sometimes suffer from Pinterest stress, the worry that they're not crafty or creative enough. Symptoms include staying up till 3 a.m., clicking through photos of exquisite handmade birthday party favors, even though you'll end up buying yours at the dollar store or sobbing quietly into a burnt mess of expensive ingredients that you were supposed to be, uh, that were supposed to be adorable bunny cakes for the school bake sale. It tricks you into thinking everyone is baking their own bread, said Jenna Anderson, 28, of Palo Alto, California, mom of two, photographer and blogger behind the hilarious site Pinterest Fail. Uh, Anderson says she's heard other moms say self-deprecating things like, quote, it was just a little party, but nothing I'd put on Pinterest, as if simply throwing together an enjoyable kids' party isn't enough anymore. Oh my god, you chicks are the worst. This is why I'm suing Lena Dunham. 
This is Lena Dunham's fault. Her stupid girl show. Uh, somehow, some way, this all leads back to her. Pinterest stress is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It is the definition of first world white people problems that your your mom friends are on the internet posting pictures that are too pretty for you. The bake the, the cake that your your friend baked is too good, and your her kids are too nice, and her parties are too fun. Shut the fuck up. If you suffer from Pinterest stress, you know what that means? You don't have any other real stress in your life. You don't have a real job. You're not actually worried about your kids. The, the shit you should be worried about, it doesn't exist. That's what you go on the internet and you get anxiety because of your friend's fucking Pinterest page. Give me a goddamn break. And you know what the funniest thing of all is? There are so many other websites out there that should give chicks stress. Like, let's start with Instagram. If I was a normal ass girl that was just like, you know, not so fat... Not too skinny, not too tall, not too short, not that hot, not that ugly, just like a normal-ass chick. And I realized that all the men of the world are just going on Instagram where every single girl is a 10 out of 10, constantly posting pictures of their ass. And we're not talking about porn stars. Uh, there's, hey, there's a whole other website. Beautiful fucking chicks who do incredibly unrealistic sex acts to men all the time, thereby upping their standards and, and, and completely ruining their expectations for the rest of their lives. There's a website that would cause me stress. Instagram, take it a step further, they're not, you know, they're normal chicks. They're not taking dick for a living. These are just normal girls who live in, like, Australia full-time strictly because they're hot. And dudes get to look at them and be like, wow, that chick is so much hotter than my girlfriend, my wife, the girl that I'm going to date, the girl that I'm going to have sex with. There are so many other websites such as these that should cause girls more stress than fucking Pinterest. All because your girlfriends are posting pictures of, like, pretty cupcakes I cannot take you seriously at all, females of the planet Earth. Every single day you continue to embarrass yourselves. Dude kidnaps his girlfriend strict, uh, straight from a wedding. A Florida man proved himself to be the worst. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of a weird thing to say. A Florida man proved himself to be the worst. Steve Edgewald has been arrested for kidnapping his girlfriend from a wedding party when he decided he didn't want her to be there anymore. Eswald, 30, reported that he forced his girlfriend into a car when she ignored him, trying to get his attention at the, her attention at the wedding party. According to a witness, when his girlfriend and the rest of the party pulled up at the venue, he approached her, said they needed to talk, grabbed her, threw her in the car, drove her away. She's, uh, he's out on $4,000 bail. I applaud this dude. I tip my cap to uh, Stevens Ewald, whatever the fuck his name is. Right now, I'm 30 years old. I'm married. Everybody, every one of my friends is getting married. That means there's showers and bachelorette parties and bachelor parties and weddings and all sorts of shit, engagement parties, everything in between. It's too much. It's getting ridiculous. It's every other, it's every weekend. It's all the time. It's going to places we don't want to go. It's spending money on people we don't want to spend. It's too much money and it sucks. And I want to put my foot down and be like, just don't fucking go to that. Just say no. Just be like, uh, I can't. I'm sick or some shit. Make up some excuse. I don't know. But the women, they can't. They can't pull themselves away. They got to do it. They got to buy the new dress, and they got to go here, and they got to go there, and they got to buy little stupid things for the bachelorette parties and the showers and all that shit. This dude is a hero. Just being like, he's fed up. He's putting his foot down. I'm going to fucking kidnap my girlfriend from this wedding. Because all she's going to do is complain about it later, right? It's like she didn't really want to be there, but she's going to go anyway, and you're going to have to be the one that hears it. So even though you told her not to go, she still goes. You're going to be like, I'm still going to have to listen to you babble about this shit. Boom. No, I'm done. I'm kidnapping you. I'm driving up, grabbing you, and I'm throwing you in the fucking car because I don't want to hear it anymore. 
that's where I, I feel this dude. It's like when you're 16 years old and every other day you have to go to a sweet 16 for some dumb chick in school. That's, you know, it's wedding season now when you're like 28, 29, 30 years old. Eventually we got to stop the madness. Start kidnapping your own girlfriend. And finally, we finish up today in Arizona where a bar apologizes to a transgender woman for alleged discrimination because the bartender mistook her for a hooker. We got a big, uh, big week for big, big couple weeks for transgenders, huh? We got Bruce Jenner on the cover of Vanity Fair, and we got this dude chick out in Arizona who everyone thought was a hooker. Listen, but this is this is the new world we live in. Everyone's got to learn the rules about transgender people because they're here to stay. Obviously, this is it. So, first rule: they're not all hookers. All right, let's put that in the books for bartenders and basically everybody. You see a dude dressed up like a chick. Do not assume hooker. Rule number one. This is, this is progress, folks. This is how equality begins. Transgenders, not whores. Catch you next time.